This is Letters of Gallipoli, a retelling of the landing at Gallipoli through letters and diary entries written 100 years ago. The proceeds of this podcast go to Legacy, a charity dedicated to the memory and support of Australian military men and women. Episode 5. Aftermath. The following letter was written by Major Alice Ross King, a nurse stationed in Egypt. Her diary entries recount the wave of injured Australian soldiers that poured in following the landing at Gallipoli. At 4.30, the wounded commenced to arrive. I shall never forget the shock when we saw the men arrive covered in blood, most of them with half their uniform shot or torn away. We found then that 700 badly wounded had arrived. All of the cases who could walk were sent down to us. By night, we had over 500 patients and only three nurses and two orderlies to cope with the work. The meals had to be got and the wounded were clamouring to be dressed. They had been wounded on Sunday, April 25 and had not been dressed since. There was no pause in the admissions. They kept coming in, seven at a time. Soon all our beds were full and new ones were being brought in and put in every available corner. There was no pack store and the men had to put their kits under their beds. Most of the kits were covered and stiff with blood and were crawling with lice. I must have done 400 dressings. No pause for refreshments. These wounded men had been injured during the landing. On Friday night, mothers who had been on land from Sunday until Tuesday arrived. Amongst them, some of the 13th men. I can get no news of Frank. I'm longing and longing to know about him too. We are all suffering from shock. The wounds are terrible. The boys are such bricks about it too. They tell terrible tales of the cruelty of the Turks. Some of the injuries will mean amputation of the limbs. Some of the light horse boys came along in their time off and lent a hand. Two in particular gave up their whole days to making beds and helping me generally. They were invaluable. By this time, we had really very ill cases. We could not nurse them. They were lying there in misery, and some so weak and miserable the tears were flowing. The flies swarmed over them and the heat was suffocating, and we could not get enough food for them. I went to bed heartbroken. They have terrible cases in the main hospital, legs and arms amputated, one man with his jaw and part of his neck blown away. They have to nasal feed him. Two head cases going to die. Two spinal cases without a hope. Such numbers of the men have injured backs and such a lot of the cases have cerebral abscesses. A Lieutenant Matthews went mad with the horrors of it all. He jumped up shouting and immediately was killed by the Turks. It seems that Matthews had a friend, a, a major. A party of Turks dressed like Australian officers came up and asked if there was a colonel or major present that he was wanted for some orders close to. This unsuspecting major went out and the Turks strangled him. They say that the dead from the first battle are still unburied. Major Alice Ross King served as a nurse until the end of the war and was a recipient of the Military Medal. She married a doctor, Theodore Appleford, upon returning to Australia. 
As Alice Appleford, she enlisted for full-time duty with the Voluntary Aid Detachment during the Second World War and was awarded the Florence Nightingale Medal in 1949 by the International Red Cross. Alice Appleford died on August 17, 1968, at Cronulla, Sydney. An annual award is presented to a serving member of the Royal Australian Nursing Corps to perpetuate her memory, lest we forget. This is Letters of Gallipoli. Follow the story tomorrow in Episode 6, Hardened Men. The proceeds of this podcast go to Legacy, a charity dedicated to the memory and support of Australian military men and women. Find out more at lettersofgallipoli.com.